guys, it's Eva, and I'm here with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds to rate and comment. All greatly appreciated. So yeah, we are finally talking about a season finale. Well, I guess it's a series finale, and we've discussed some series finales since, you know, the past year. Um, But before I jump into this, one, I'm going to do the warning. So it is just me. I'm going to jump all around. We're not going to go on a linear straight path. So if that's not your judge, then feel free to stop here and go and listen to a different podcast that may more so fit what you like to listen to and the style you like to listen to. Also, This is heavy in the spoilers, so we're going to spoil everything. There's a chance that I could spoil something that's not related to this. I usually give a warning. Um, If there was a book that was related to this, that would definitely get spoiled as well. So there are your spoiler warnings. And yeah, I think those are all the warnings that I have for this. It's always so weird because I feel like the warnings for like non-comic book stuff is always so short. And I'm always like, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but no. I think that's it. So yeah. So if you've listened for a while, then you know, usually I do semi-annual season finale recaps. So I will just essentially give my thoughts on what I thought about a handful of shows at a time. They're usually all network shows, so like think CW, ABC, NBC, all of that, and they usually get split up into a couple of episodes because there's just so many shows, but because of the past year and how everything has kind of shaken out, shaken, shooketh, shaken, <laughs> shook, the way things have kind of shook out, um, this is going to be the first year in the podcast history where I think we don't have a semi not even, I think, I know we're not going to have a um, semi-annual season finale recap just because, and I've talked about this a little bit in other episodes, that um, just because of how everything panned out and a lot of the filming was delayed. And so even when I think about Riverdale, like it's insane to me that they came back for like five episodes and then they're not coming back again until September. And so to me, I just don't, as a fan, and I'm sure you guys couldn't relate as a fan of watching these types of things, it's been very frustrating to have these huge gaps between episodes. And I've seen a lot of it, a lot of chatter about this around the interwebs where people in social media, where people have been complaining about how big the gaps have been between episodes to the point where you just feel like you don't even care anymore. You don't even want to watch. And so I have been at that place. I've thought about it. I've said this in, um, the episode right before this one, which was about, or was it this, either the last episode or two episodes ago, but I said that I didn't know if I was going to do like a season finale recap because of that. And even if you think about it right now, as I'm doing this episode, the flash is still on TV. The flash is usually, the flash is not a summer show. This is technically the summer season and the flash is still on TV and there's still a good handful of episodes to go. And then we're going to turn around and be right back into the fall season, which to me just is like mind blowing. Superman and Lois technically was not supposed to be a summer show. Episodes are still on. Batwoman literally just finished this past week or a week ago. Uh, Legends, which always is kind of like a mid season type of a show, but it's usually 
or did they do this summer? I don't know. But like all these things are just still on and it, to me it just does not make sense to try to hodgepodge things together. So if you have been looking for the semi-annual um, recaps, that is the update on that. <laughs> and that brings me into the bold type, which is a series finale. Um, I am, I don't know, I'm excited to talk about the end of the show. I think it is time to end the show. I am happy with the way things ended. I do have some qualms with some of the things that happened during this season and last season. Uh, this season, to be honest, I have a feeling had we not have had what happened this last year, these six episodes that we got for this final season would have been included in season five and season five probably would have been the end of um, the end of the season. And if you're probably like, well, you didn't even talk about season five. I know I didn't talk about season five. I'm probably not going to talk too much about season five because I honestly don't remember everything that happened in season five. But one of the reasons why I didn't talk about season five, because the end of the last spring season was kind of when like filming started shutting down and a lot of shows weren't impacted, but there were a good handful of shows that were impacted where they're still, while these seasons are going on, some of these shows are still filming like episodes, a few episodes in advance. So while the show is going on, I believe I want to say the final, either the final episode or final couple of episodes of season five hadn't been shot yet. So they couldn't even like wrap it up, which is also a reason why I don't really want to do <laughs> like the semi-annual season finales and why I didn't even do a mid-season finale wrap-up because a lot of the seasons started with what should have been the end of the previous season and I was just like I, I literally cannot like y'all already know how my brain works it works in chunks and that chunk was already fouled away somewhere deep in my mind and I was just like oh. and I, that's also a reason why I was super frustrated with Riverdale this season because oh. Whenever I talk about Riverdale, I have a lot to, to talk about because I was very, I think of all the shows, that show irritated me <laughs> the most. And I don't know why. But anyway, this is about the bow type. So yeah, so um, last season we, so we saw, so we have our, our, our girls. We have uh, Jane, Kat, and Sutton. Love their friendship. I think one of the things that I have really enjoyed about this show, like it's been six seasons I don't, I don't think I ever told by my age, but I'm in my 30s. And when the show started, like, I felt like just their drive, their, these young, single, for the most part, women with these super ambitious career goals. And it's just, it's one of those shows where you can easily relate, if, especially if you're kind of in parallel, like your life is in parallel with whatever is going on in the show. So that was one of the reasons why I quickly became a fan of the bow type. I remember I had, I want to say, I don't know if I had just moved to the Bay Area or if it was soon after I moved into the Bay Area or no, it had been, I've been in Bay Area for a little bit because it started in 2017. So I've been in Bay Area for like two and a half years, maybe when it started, but like I'm not going to talk about what I do for work, but <laughs> it's a very, the team that I was on at the time the show started was like a very young team. Like everyone was is super ambitious and like the definition of a lot of the time you see stuff like, oh, millennials are this and that and this and that. Like they're going to work their butt off either way. We're going to work our butt off either way. And it was just like a lot of the themes just fit with 
kind of what my life looked like at the moment. So I love the show in the beginning. I love that each girl had like their own thing going on and were exploring like different avenues of what life looked like for them at that moment. And so to kind of get to how we wrap things up, I think for the most part makes sense for how we ended up for each girl. Again, like I said, I still have some questions, so let's get into this. How do we do this? We want to do this one by one. Let's do it one by one. So let's start with... It's always like, do you start with Jane or do you end with Jane? Because Jane, like, even though it stars the main... Or the, sh <laughs> the show <laughs> is mainly about the three girls, like, Jane was also kind of like the anchor of the show. So it's kind of like, do we start with her or do we end with her? Let's start with Jane. Okay, so when we first are introduced to Jane... She's very ambitious. She has like her list of what she wants to do in her life. She's she has a very compelling story in a way that, you know, she's dealing she especially early on in the series was dealing a lot with some of the aftermath and after effects of her mom passing away from cancer. So we saw her going and getting tested for the gene, finding out she has a gene, getting a double mastectomy, like all that has happened throughout this entire series. And then also she's kind of like had this relationship with her dad where like we knew it was like a good relationship, but it was kind of like far out. But then we've had moments where we've gotten to see her with her dad. And then she's always, between the three of the girls, she's always been the one that is, or that has been mostly single. <laughs> and so we've got to, we've gotten to see her deal with different relationships. Um, I think the one that's probably the mo one top of mind is Ryan. They try to do a little something with, between her and Alex. And I was just like, oh, don't do this. You, if you've listened for a while, then I don't like when they try to force relationships between people just because people are there I would rather like them try to find organic relationships in a storyline which is why I oftentimes um it was a qualm I had for like love victor if you listen to that <laughs> to my most recent um discussion for season two and this happens a lot in a lot of shows but they explored it it didn't work out they brought us friends which I was like thank you like I, I as the viewer felt like we didn't need to go down that that road because I could have told you they would be better as friends. Um, and thus it opened up the door for Alex to have his own relationships. And I love, the thing I also love about the show is that yeah, the show is about the girls. And I've talked about this when I've talked about the world type before, but we also have like these guys <laughs> who are also in the show and they're not like your typical um, like guy roles. They're very interesting characters. And I, the one thing I loved is as the series went on, we got to see more and delve more into their lives. I'm talking about Oliver. I'm talking about Alex, Richard, even a little bit, even though Richard, I feel like he's so heavily wrapped up into Sutton that we just never really got to see Richard on his own. Whereas like Oliver, we got to explore everything that was going on. I know I told you we're going to jump around. We got to explore everything that was going on with his personal life, um, being able to see like the, his struggle with the relationship that he had and um, his whole like trying to get custody of his daughter. Like we got to explore that in, in the middle of the season. Um, Alex and his career aspirations, which I love that. It was like great wrap up moments for some of them as far as career is concerned because I feel like a lot of times um, one of the things that I feel like this generation 
my generation gets a lot of fuck about is that, oh, you don't stay at one company for so long. Like you hop around all these things. And throughout this the um, journey of the show, which is like, I don't even know how many years it spans because it's been on for four years now, but I don't think it's been, I mean, I guess it could be, could be in real time, but um, it's been a little bit. So you've gotten to see them kind of grow um, over that time as far as career wise. And so I was happy to see that Alex was like, oh, and a lot of them made these decisions where it's like, oh, I can choose to be comfortable or I can choose to challenge myself. And I love when people make the decision to challenge themselves because when you get to that point in your life where you're complacent and it's like a safety net, it's like, but then what are you living for? Like how, and I mean, I guess some people, there are people who are happy being safe, but it's like, is that really living if you're not challenging yourself to go a little bit further? So I loved how it all wrapped up for Alex, where he kind of like got to grow at Scarlet, got to, a lot of them got to explore different realms. And I feel like the show is also like the definition of being able to not only pursue opportunities at a workplace, but create opportunities at a workplace and the work your boss or whoever being like, I want your career to be what you want your career to be. And I'm not going to necessarily like block you from doing that. So he got to explore with the podcast and just navigate that. And then when he made the, the decision to go to, why well, I want to call it Pinstripe because that was Ryan's nickname, but I can't, is that what the, the Mel magazine was called? You guys know what I'm talking about. But anyway, he decided when he got poached by them and um, Jacqueline made him this really great offer and was like, oh, like, and also I love Jacqueline as like that role model in this because yeah, we saw it a lot with her and between her and, um, oh my gosh, Jane, because like, that was Jane's goal. Jane's goal was she wanted, her end goal was she wanted to be editor-in-chief at Scarlet. She wanted to be the new Jacqueline. And so Jacqueline became her mentor and we got to see that and it made sense. But we also got to see Jacqueline mentor everyone throughout in different ways, whether they were still working there or they had moved on when we talk about Kat um, and what happens with her in a minute. So I was happy that even though Jacqueline was like, oh, what was the offer? Oh, we're going to surpass the offer. And he still was like, but like, no, I think it's time. Like the fact that you, that he realized that it was time to move on. Like he had learned everything that he needed to learn at Scarlet. And it was time for him to take that next step to challenge himself. I love that. So anyway, back to Jane. <laughs> so like I said, Jane had her whole list of um, what she wanted to do. And a lot of what we saw, especially this final season, these last six episodes, was essentially Jacqueline being like, okay, Jane, essentially it's time. Like she's every, she's, Jacqueline has ha had all these things going on behind the scenes as far as her relationship with Ian and her kids. And like they went through a separation period and then they were trying to work it out. And Ian has always been like, you know, you need to let go, like, spend time with your family, focus on your family. And so they finally got to this good place. And he's like, Jane's ready. This is what you've been essentially training her for. And I do think that Jane was ready. It, I think it's also funny because it's like, yeah, it makes sense for it to be Jane because like that's who we've been following this entire time. But then it makes me think about where, because I, you know, I do work in corporate America. And a lot of times you think about how 
quickly people like work through the ladder. <laughs> and when we started this show, Jane was an intern and we end the show with her being offered the editor-in-chief position. And that's why I'm like, I don't know how long of it's been as far as timing. So I'm assuming it's been about four years, but I don't know. I think it's just funny when you think about it in relation to real life. So anyway, um, and you knew Jane had a conflict. We're going to talk about work first, then we're going to talk about her romantic life. <laughs> but you knew she had a conflict, an internal conflict with accepting this position. And it's kind of like, again, a lot of this is so relatable because, and this is why I don't like when people are like, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Even where do you see yourself in three years? I like to work in shorter time frames because I believe that it allows people the opportunity to change their mind if they want to. And like, that's your right to change your mind. Whereas when you start being like, this is what I, where I want to be in five years, you kind of in, subconsciously block or lock yourself into that. And so the, with, and I think that's why it was interesting to see Jane have this conflict of, does she really want to be editor-in-chief at Scarlet or is she really a writer? And then even so, when she's like, she sees the picture of her mom and she reads what the note that her father put on the back and he's like, oh, she traveled and all this. And she makes, not only does she make this decision that, no, she's a writer, she doesn't want to be editor-in-chief, which is very mature of her to realize that because a lot of times you can get like this great offer and it's like, oh, but this is what I wanted or what I thought I wanted. And you're afraid to turn it down because that's kind of what you have been working for. But Jane was mature enough to be like, no, this is what I thought I wanted, but it's not what I want. And But I know someone who would be awesome at this job, which I knew where we were going with it. And I went into this like, oh, we're not going to cry about this ending. Because, you know, I've, I've talked about this. I've been, I feel like I've been even more emotional during this whole past year. <laughs> So it's pretty easy for things to make me cry, but I was like, oh, there is nothing in the bow type that is going to make me get misty eyed. But oh, there was one part and I don't even, I don't even know why, but we're going to get to that in a minute. So anyway, um, and so she made that choice and then she went even further and was like, oh, you know, I think I've ran my course at Scarlet and it's time for me to do something different. So I don't know. I think that that was just a really great ending for Jane. And I'm glad that the way that she ended wasn't tied to someone. <laughs> because the whole Ryan thing frustrated me and Jane in general has frustrated me a lot throughout this series. And I've talked about it before, just the way that she makes decisions. She just, it was never maturity in this, in the decisions that she made, which is why it was so rewarding to see kind of how and where she ended up because it was a lot of maturity in that decision. But we did see Ryan pop up again in this episode and I was like oh my gosh I hope not and then she they had the security guard guy and I was just like this is the final episode like I really don't want to see <laughs> this go on because we ha I feel like we have so much relationship drama with the other two that it gets exhausting when everyone is going through ridiculous <laughs> relationship drama and so I don't know I was just happy to see that she her ending wasn't tied to a person it was more so tied to her freedom to be to pursue what it is that she really wanted to pursue and I know I said we we're going to talk about the relationship side but that's all I want to say about the relationship side of Jane <laughs> like the whole writing thing frustrated me I felt like 
Like I knew where that relationship was going as soon as he cheated and then she took him back and then and you could see her you it's very easy to see what's going on in Jay's mind. But you could see her internal conflict with that and we knew that was gonna end and that was that. Even though they were cute together, it was just like, Y'all know, I any day, all day, I'm quick to be like, You don't need you don't need that person. <laughs> you don't need that relationship. <laughs> like, you're good on your own. But anyway, so that was Jane. Let's go on a cat. Cause I want to, I'm going to save sudden for lost because I have some really, some, I have some thoughts about sudden's ending, but cat, cat has kind of been our wild child throughout this entire series. She's always been on this journey of exploration and really finding herself. I feel like more so than the other two, whereas Jane's journey kind of felt like it was more so about, um, finding like her journey on their career path. I feel like Kate's had cat Kate's cats had been more so about finding out who she is. And we saw that a lot. And like when we were first introduced to Kat, she was wasn't really sure who she was, how she identified, if she was straight, if she was bisexual, if she was a lesbian. I Still no, I'm like, is she's do we still not know? I believe she's bisexual because we had the whole thing last season where she was in a relationship with the guy and then they were doing like I think they were doing threesomes, or I could be mixing this up with another show, but I'm pretty sure that was happening. So <laughs> she's been pretty solid on that, but she's also been at the forefront for all these different causes. Trying to create change. She had the whole stint where she was running for what was she running for? Mayor? Mayor of I think she's running for mayor, but she had her whole political um, journey that she went on for a little bit. It's like Kat has been all over the board as far, as far as trying to figure out what works for her. I think the thing that's been consistent about Kat is that she's had a very, she's been very opinionated. She's had a very strong opinion throughout and she hasn't let anyone deter or waver her opinion. Um, and we saw that when she got fired from Scarlet, uh, with kind of the vendetta she went on against the guy whose name is escaping me, who essentially owned Scarlet. And then we had the whole thing with his daughter that she went through when she started working at the woman's coffee shop. And then, um, she got, or she quit, but she got a lot of flack because she did the whole, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember what her new magazine is called that she launched <laughs> but in her pursuit of trying to figure out what that looked like she essentially the whole story around the friend that she knew who had went to jail and was able to get any work because she had a criminal record and so her trying to um just figure out what that looked like and then trying to bring it into her workplace, which I, I mean, Kat, I have, I've struggled with all of them, all the girls for different reasons, but I think with Kat, the one thing that's always frustrated me is that, yeah, I love that she's very opinionated. I love that she stands up for herself and she doesn't take anyone's shit, essentially. <laughs> but um, I think the thing's called Don't Turn Her Away is what her magazine is called. But anyway, um, and I love all that, but I think the thing that frustrates me with her is that a lot of times it seems like she's trying to force those views or opinions on other people, even crossing into like 
professional lines where it's just like, Kat, you need to take a breath, take a step back and look at the situation and then see that it doesn't make sense for how hard you're trying to go for trying to get everyone on board with like what you're thinking and how you're feeling. And I think the whole thing with the um, interviewing all the women who had criminal records about not being able to get work and stuff, but then trying to force that on her place of work and then getting upset when her boss is like, you know, I love what you're doing, but it's not appropriate for <laughs> where we are at this moment. And then her getting upset about that, I was just like, cat girl, calm down. But yeah, and then we got to see her relationship with Adina, which has always been, I don't know. I'm probably the wrong person to talk about relationships in general because I have such strong opinions about relationships. But I do, I, the thing that I do like is that they took the time, they went their separate ways. And I like that Adina was like the one who was like, no, like we need to not be together. Because if it was up to Kat, like, she would have did whatever. And Kat is kind of, like, wishy-washy anyway. And Adina says that um, in this finale episode where she's, like, you can look to the future for everything. But when it comes to relationships, like, you can't think that far ahead. Like, she has commitment issues, which she does. Uh, and so I think it's been interesting to kind of see, not even to see her explore her relationship with Adina, but explore relationships in general, just because of the journey that her journey, as far as um, relationship-wise, has been so different from the other two, that she's kind of been more like the free spirit, if you, if you will. So to kind of see her come to the ending and be like, no, like, I don't see myself with anyone else but with you talking about Adina and making that choice to be like, no, I want to be with you. We're going to be together was interesting for Kat. But I think the thing that is even more so interesting and that I saw coming was that when um, Jane was struggling with if she wanted to be editor in chief and she had to come up with the pitch and Kat had to help her with the pitch and she took the pitch to Jacqueline. Well, we got to see Kat do her own pitch for Don't Turn Away in the previous episode. And she like went to Jacqueline and Jacqueline acted as that mentor for her and was like, oh yeah, this is good. And she offered her the, um, not position, but like she made the offer to be like, how about Don't Turn Away becomes part of the Scarlet family, um, which was, was interesting to see just based on like how all over the map Kat has been as far as like career-wise. And it's so interesting. I keep saying it's so interesting, but it is so interesting because if you look at the three girls from the beginning, Kat has had a solid like position in the workplace. She was the head of social media at such a, a young age, very vocal, like all these things. And so to see her be the one who's kind of like all over the map <laughs> of what she wants to do has been quite the thing to watch. And so when she, um, when Jane is like, yeah, Kat's the one who helped me with the pitch. I was like, oh my gosh, if Jane doesn't take the editor-in-chief role, I can see her being like, her or Jacqueline being like, oh, maybe it should go to Kat just because this is what Kat can do. And so when um, Jane turned down the role and then they called in Kat into the office after they did like a jump cut to me, like, oh, it's been some time. <laughs> and then they called Kat into the office 
I, I don't know why. This was the only scene that made me like freaking like waterworks. I couldn't turn them off and I don't know why. And I think it just has to do with like everything that's been going on over the past year and how amplified um, things have been as far as like Black Lives Matter and um, the whole like workplace and having being having diversity be like top of mind in the workplace, all that stuff. And so just to see, because Kat is our like, we have other black people on the show, but as far as like our girls, Kat is our girl, is our our girl, at least in my POV. And so um, see Kat be, or Jane, one, made the mature decision to be like, oh no, this is not what I want to do. I don't want it. But then it was even like, but I know someone who does and they have Kat get that opportunity. I was just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was it just, that was the only scene that made me freaking shed tears. <laughs> and I was like literally sitting there with tears pouring down my face like, why are you fucking crying, Eva? This is so ridiculous. But I don't know. If you know, you know, <laughs> you know, like, if you're if, if we're on the same wave on the same wavelength then you know but i don't know that was a super emotional moment i was like oh my gosh this is so great because like cat can do it <laughs> and she's proven throughout this entire series that this is what she's good at and that's why i say like the way and how everyone or where they end up as far as the end of the series just makes sense so i am happy to see that cat is the new editor-in-chief of scarlet all the hand claps let's get to sudden <laughs> so sudden has also been they've all been interesting but sudden has also had a very interesting storyline throughout the series so when we're when we are introduced to sudden she is like a, I believe she was also an intern for Oliver. And then she has always had this dream of being this big stylist. And she worked her way up to essentially becoming a lead stylist. And now she has her own intern and all of this. So I think as far as like career journeys go, she kind of was like, her and Jane kind of have have had a similar storyline as far as careers are concerned. And so, but we just got to see um, Sutton get to her, getting to her goals a little bit quicker, but also like she's never wavered on what it is that she want, wants to do. And we've also seen her with Richard. It's all, it was always, it started off as this thing that was a secret because you know he's on or he's the lawyer of the board or something like that at Scarlet and it was just kind of like a no-no and all this so we've gotten to see over the seasons their relationship develop to them coming and stepping into the light as far as being a public couple then getting engaged and then getting married eventually and then having a pregnancy scare and then everything going downhill from there <laughs> I have been like, I have struggled with the turn that this relationship has took because you, again, I'm always going to be like, leave them. You don't need to be with them, blah, blah, blah. But to me, the way that this relationship panned out, even the way that we got to the end of it, just was like, I'm assuming had season six not been the final season, then I think they would have went forward with them getting a divorce and all this and 
other stuff. But because season six ended up being the final season, and it was only six episodes, then I'm assuming these are all assumptions. So do not take any of this like verbatim or as word. But uh, I'm assuming then they were like, well, it's the end. Let's give, let's just give them a happy ending. Because if you actually think about the reason why they separated in the first place. And then you think about the relationship over the seasons, it logically does not make sense. So you mean to tell me all this time that they were together, they not once, even when Richard proposed, and then like, once you start talking about marriage, then you also start talking about what does our family look like, making those types of plans and things like that. Granted, Sutton has not always had her head screwed on all the way tight as far as like some of the more adult things are concerned. But you mean to tell me throughout their entire relationship, they not once talked about kids? Like it just does not seem believable to me that the topic of kids would not come up until after they're married and after, they, after they've had um, the whole pregnancy thing where Sutton got pregnant and then she lost the baby and all that. So it just does not like, and I'm sure there are times in instances where people do get married and then they're like, oh wait, someone's like, oh wait, I don't want kids. And the other one's like, oh, I do want kids. But then it brings me back to like um, Jeannie, my, oh my gosh, did I say her name right? <laughs> where her whole thing that she went through, her divorce, she went through a few years back um, because it was very public, because it was all, like, she talked about it or discussed it on The Real. But um, her whole thing where it was like, when they got married, they both understood that she did not want kids. And her husband at the time was like, oh, okay, like, I want kids, but, you know, it's fine. Like, I can live with not having kids. And then they were married for however long they were married. And then he got to the point where he's like, well, I mean... I actually do want kids. And she was like, but well, I told you when we got married, however long ago, that I didn't want kids and that's not changing. And I feel like a lot of the times what happens is in those situations where people make, where two, where two people in a relationship have two different views on how, what they feel like their lives look like in the future. We have one who's like, oh, I want kids. And the other one's like, I don't want kids. I'm gonna always say, then you guys don't need to be together because there, I just, I, it happens, but I think it's rare where if someone makes a decision like that, as far as having kids, because kids is a big decision and they're like, no, I don't want kids. Then the other person shouldn't marry that person thinking that they can change their mind down the road about having kids. Like it does not work that way, <laughs> which is why I think I was so frustrated with this whole story, how their relationship turned because their relationship had been this one thing and essentially we're to believe that they're open and honest and tell everyone or tell each other everything. And then the one thing that they just don't talk about is having kids. <laughs> and then when it comes up, it's like immediately Richard's because again, kids are, is a kids having kids is a really big decision. And so the fact that Richard was like, Oh, well then he truly considered being like, I don't want to be married to you then because I want kids. Like that's how strong and big of a decision that type of decision is. And it makes sense that he would make that choice, but it doesn't make sense that they never talked about it before they got married. So when that whole thing happened where Sutton was struggling when she was pregnant and then when she lost the baby and she was just like, I don't feel like I'm 
kind of in a way she's like, I'm happy about it because she didn't want kids. Like that was what made her realize, oh, I don't want kids. Then I'm like, okay, but I don't know. I was just upset with this. And then we don't see Richard for all this season. Like we are to assume that he's in California, like living life. He sent his, his friend back to give her the divorce papers or whatever. And then finally Richard shows up and then he's like, oh, I'm going through an adoption process and all this other stuff. And he seems genuinely happy about it. But then it's like, but Sutton's here and like, this is the love of my life. And then they have the moment where they walk past the park and that's when Sutton, cause I was just like, as all this is playing out, y'all already know. I was like, Sutton girl, you need to step away, back up. Like, where are your friends? I feel like they'd be here at every other moment, but this one where they should have been like, you need to take a step back and like not jump into bed with him and be realistic about this. And I think it was when they walked past the kids in the park and she saw Richard's reaction and she was like, okay, wait, no, like I need to live in reality. But then Richard's like, but yeah, I mean, I can have those kids, but I will always feel like I'm missing something because I don't have you. And I know it's the final, like this, the final season, it's the final episode. And so they're trying to put a pretty bow on everything, but realistically, <laughs> he'll make that decision now. But I feel like even though he's like, and Sutton asked him, I, or or mentioned and flagged with like, I feel like you would regret it or you would have resentment towards me for this decision. And he's like, oh no, I won't. I, I would be more, I have more resentment if I didn't have you in my life. But I'm like, no, bullshit. <laughs> no, you're gonna re down the line and, and Richard's up, no, he's not like old old, but like he he's up there. So if he wants to have kids, like now is his time to have kids even though guys can continue to reproduce for literally the rest of their lives. More so women are the ones who get their fertility taken away from them, but you know, not going to go down the road. But <laughs> essentially, if he wants to like be able to do all those things with his kids and all that and be active and stuff, like this is a time for him to have uh, kids because Sutton is, is a good chunk younger than he is. So she does have time, but like she doesn't want kids. So I don't know. I think it's a recipe for disaster. And although we won't know what happens to them 10 years down the road, I do believe that he's going to resent <laughs> not being able to have those kids. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, that is a red flag. Because even today, I'm still like, oh, I'm open to kids. But like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I want kids, but I'm open to kids. But if I was like, I don't want kids and... Even like, and I'm glad that that's a question on like dating apps, which this, we're, we're veering off track here, but I'm glad that's a question on dating apps because then you can be like, filter out the people who don't want kids because then you, if you want kids, then like, that's never going to work. Filter in the people who are like open to kids. But then I think if you have, you want kids and someone has their open to kids, then I feel like that needs to be a discussion because there's still something there that is like hindering them being like, oh, I want kids. Kids are fucking expensive. <laughs> like, that is one big hindrance. Like, being responsible for another human being, literally, until the day you die, regardless of how old they are, because they will always be your child. That is, like, a huge, a huge responsibility. And I don't, I don't know. I feel like people just jump into having kids because it's like, oh, we're, we're married. This is the next logical step. And that's also why I'm happy to see that people are having kids 
lighter in life because it's kind of like you're you get to live your life and then if you feel like oh you know this is something else that is fulfilling which seems so selfish kids to I don't want to say this but I'm gonna say it like having kids or making a decision to have kids a lot of times it's a selfish decision and it's more so about you than it is about like that kid or what their life is going to be and so I don't know kids it's interesting it's very interesting and it's a conversation that you should definitely have when you're in a relationship and contemplating marrying someone and you should have that conversation early on in the relationship like before you get to the point where it's like oh I think I'm going to propose to this person because that is a very important conversation to have and the way that it played out on this show I feel like was a miss it was very unfortunate because I don't know like when when Sun got got pregnant I was like oh it would be interesting to see one of the girls be pregnant and like how she would juggle that with having a career but then also the way that it all flipped out it was like great to see that play out but the way that it ended just to me is not realistic so I don't know I think of all the three where they ended Sutton's made sense just based on like her trajectory like it made sense that she would end up with Richard because she's been with Richard the entire time but the journey the journeys post-marriage with Richard just does not make sense so yeah I think that's everyone I was a little bit sad to see that we didn't see Alex in the finale like we saw Alex peace out a couple episodes ago but you would think because he is friends with the girls that he would be there to celebrate um, the launch of Don't Turn Away. And there was some pretty, some pretty big news that was announced there. So I don't know. sad to see that he wasn't there because he's been there since the beginning. Like We saw everyone who has been there from the beginning. Um, and then the one thing I do want to mention, because I did talk about how I love that we... Um, or how even though the show is about the girls they're good about interwo interwoven interweaving <laughs> these additional characters in here so like sage and andrew have been there andrew especially since the beginning i'm pretty sure sage has been there since season one but honestly i can't remember because i feel like she has seen more vocal in recent seasons but even them like even though with sage we didn't really get to see that much in her personal life we did get to see progression as far as her as Scarlet and a little bit more of her being vocal like I said I can't remember if she was there in the very beginning but she did seem to get more vocal as the seasons went on and then Andrew he's always been there um kind of this very excited a little bit anxious um assistant to Jacqueline and we got to explore a little bit more about his life I love the episode where like we actually got to peek into his life and we found out like he does drag and we got to see like some of his experiences because we had the whole moment where um, he's discriminated against and Alex stepped in and stood up for him. So love that whole moment. But yeah, it's been, this has been a great show overall. Again, I'm glad we ended where we ended. I'm glad the final season was only six episodes because I feel like we tied up everything. Although <laughs> we did have a moment during a separation where Sutton like went back home and she started drinking. They did address her drinking. She went to therapy for the drinking. But then also, like, she did essentially ruin someone's family when she slept with 
her ex-boyfriend or something like that, which she conveniently did not tell Richard about while they were reconciling. But, you know, I guess it is what it is. But yeah, that's all I have to say. It's been a great series. Happy to see it ended. Happy, happy to see how it ended. But I want to know what you guys thought of the series overall. This final season. Are you happy with where the girls ended up? <laughs> Let me know and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at Currently Binging on Instagram and at Current Binging Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and I'll talk to you in the next one.